Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is? Today is Q&A. It is Q&A Saturday! Yeah, that one. Yeah, and and we have some Q's and some A's. Do we now? Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a specific cue? 
I feel like I had a bunch of questions uh, this last week, but I can't recall any of them at the current moment in time. I feel like they were general questions about the chapter in particular, you know? Mm, I feel like I had some specific ones, but I forgot them. Really? I don't know. I thought we were like, what? I don't even understand this story. What is happening? Yeah, no, maybe they were more general, I guess. That's what I meant. All right. Okay. Okay, well, let's go answer them. All right, let's go answer them. Okay. Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night. Which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Okay, so for this Q&A, we are going to talk a lot about Elijah. Okay. And we had a lot of questions about what even the fuck he is, what he's doing, what is happening. Right, yeah, I mean, his story kind of popped out of nowhere in this. It really did. It really did. I don't have answers for that. I didn't go into the history. Um, There's two more chapters left of this book, and so I think that... When we do our next Q&A and wrap-up of this book, um, we'll probably talk about that more. Okay. All right. But for today, I just wanted to talk about Elijah himself. Got it. Okay? Yeah. Um, Scholars generally agree that a prophet named Elijah existed in the kingdom of Israel during the reigns of King Ahab and Ahaziah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So he he might probably be a real historical figure. Right. Nice. Um, He is um there are a lot of legends about him like throughout all the um abrahamic and moses and all them different religions okay like moses what's moses moses oh moses yeah moses okay like okay i was just trying to clarify that all the ones that that celebrate this one true God thing. The and, Abrahamic religions. Yeah. Yeah. All the different offshoots, like Jewish and Muslim and um, Christian and Catholic and, like, all of them yeah. Yeah. have have something about Elijah. Okay. Like, I gotcha. the legends abound. Right. The dude abides. I mean, he was the first fucking superhero. He was. So I'm just saying. Right. Right. Um, I'm not going to get into this too much, but he is seen as the precursor to the quote-unquote messiah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um... I mean, he did perform somewhat of a resurrection. He, he performed a miracle. And apparently, in the next couple chapters, we're going to get into some very miraculous shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I almost wish that we had just done the other two chapters. Yeah. And so, yeah. Whatever. But... Here we are. Here we are. So, um, he is mentioned again in the New Testament in really? a couple of different places. Hmm. Yeah. And, um, he, he is seen as, um, portending Jesus. Okay. Like, um, Jesus is the fulfillment of, um, Elijah's prophecy or whatever got it like i i don't know about well i mean like for example you certainly can't have a messiah that's going to be weaker than another prophet earlier in the bible so 
Right. Of course, Jesus is going to resurrect and, you know, himself mm-hmm. and, you of know, course. all kinds of shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And actually, he resurrected somebody else, too. Like, mm-hmm. so, the, the, yeah. Yeah. But Elijah's a big fucking deal. Okay? Right. Okay? Um, he is also um, considered zealous in the cause of God and the helper in distress. And all of these three different points, the precursor of the Messiah, zealous in the cause of God, and the helper in distress... Most of the legends kind of center on one or more of those three points. Okay. Okay. He's appeared the world over in the guise of a beggar and a scholar. Okay. Most stories indicate Elijah was a priest. Okay. I I don't know what the difference between a priest and a prophet is, really. I mean, I guess a prophet is... Somebody who tells prophecies. And, and the question is, can a priest be a prophet as well? Well, apparently he was. Right. So I guess the answer is yes. Right. Um, there were a bunch of different stories. I just picked a few. Um, one legend states that Elijah was really an angel in human form. So huh. that he had neither parents nor offspring. Okay. And there's, we're going to talk more about that's partly why him. he had to pick Elijah to, mm-hmm. to you know. To be his, be his uh, heir mentee. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, we're going to get into a little bit more of that next week when we talk about some miraculous shit. Miraculous? Miraculous. Got it. At Jewish circumcision ceremonies, a chair is set aside for the use of the prophet Elijah. Elijah is said to be a witness at all circumcisions when the sign of the covenant is placed upon the body of the child. Huh. That's interesting. Right? Like, I I don't know. According to rabbinic tradition... Elijah's words were patently untrue, and since Elijah accused Israel of failing to uphold the covenant, God would require Elijah to be present at every covenant of circumcision. Okay. Because he accused um, Israel of being 100% um, against Yahweh. Right, right. right. But there were some 7,000 other people who... Were still we're true also, to God or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he was a witness that had incorrect information. I see. Yeah. I thought that incorrect uh, prophets or witnesses died back then. But his wasn't like out of malice or greed. His was just not having all the facts. Okay. And he was broken hearted. Like, remember when he ran away and hid in the cave, right? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Um. Okay, so he goes and he's like, I'm going to show that Jezebel and her people a thing or two, right? And then mm-hmm. he does the contest, right? And he's so brave. And yeah. his God um, performs and Baal doesn't, right? Sure, And yeah. so you and I, one of our big, big questions was, he literally just proved himself right. Why the fuck is he suddenly afraid of this one bitch? Right, yeah. Right? And they never really followed up with that, well, at least not yet. Here's the thing, though. What had happened was... Um, he had assumed that um, when he proved it, that that would make people be smart and be like, oh, we need to follow Yahweh now. Right. But he forgot that people reject God despite the evidence, not because of the evidence. I mean, only all of you know Jewish history to that point right. would tell you that that is the case. So. But I mean, that reminds me of um, that funny movie that we watched um what was it called don't look up or just look up don't look up don't look up yeah and all of the evidence right and all you have to do is 
just use your fucking eyes. Right. Right? And yet, the more that you try to say, look at the facts. Right. The more that you're seen as a cuckoo bean. Yeah. So, he expected that the facts would speak in his favor, and instead, Jezebel... um, like turned on him and all of the people who were still believers in Baal were going to get him. And he did not know that, um, there were other people who were following Yahweh. He felt all alone. And so he was like, Oh shit, I need to get the fuck out of here. Got it. Like I basically just outed myself. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's why he went and hid. Okay. That made like understanding that made me feel a little bit better about that story. That made no fucking sense. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, that is why, you know, what he said was untrue and that's why he has to be a witness now, um, for circumcision. I feel like untrue is a really strong word there. He, he accused all of Israel of capitulating. Sure. So. I still feel like untrue is a strong word and making him sit every fucking, Mm -hmm. um, circumcision for the rest of eternity is a pretty strong punishment for somebody who didn't even know. But conversely, um, at Jewish cedar meals, yeah, um, they usually will leave an empty cup for him, mm-hmm. so he's welcome to attend all of their cedar meals. Got it. So I mean, he also gets a drink. Got it. Yeah, I guess you know, you gotta it's, take the good with the bad, right? Yeah, it's said that when dogs are happy for no reason. It is because Elijah's in the hood. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that nice? Yeah. He is commemorated as a saint in many faiths. Okay. Catholics believe that he was unmarried and celibate, you know, as all uh, saints are. Sure. Right? Yeah. And I thought this was interesting because our uh, book club, Sacrilegious Book Club, is covering Isaac Asimov's book, um, The Guide to the Bible. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Isaac Asimov wrote several books which we all know. Right. And one of those was called The Caves of Steel, which is just yeah. fantastic. Right. Okay. The main protagonist's wife is named Jezebel. Yeah, I remember that, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. Um, there was one story that I thought was really cool, and um, I'm going to scroll down here and see if I can find it. Oh, you know what? I can't remember it, so I'm just going to... I can't remember where I found it, so I'm just going to try to summarize it best I can. Okay. Okay? Yep. So, when Elijah is walking around, um, some guy is like, hey, can I come with you? And Elijah's like, sure, but only if you fucking promise to just do what I say and keep your mouth shut. Like, don't question my actions. Right. Okay? So, then they come across um, this guy who is like a real bastard... And, um, he's a poopy pants. Yeah. And, um, he's got a well in the back that has fallen apart. And so you would think that since he's a poopy pants, Elijah would be like, oh no, let's keep his, um, well trashed. Right. Sure. We don't want to help him rebuild it. Yeah. But th- he, he does though help him rebuild it. Gotcha. And that's so dumb. Right. Okay, I have more. We're we're going on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and and then there's another one. Uh, whatever. Who cares? He does like several of these. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Why? So okay, but it turns out that oh no, guess what? Under that well, there was a store of gold. Oh. And. 
and that since they fixed the well, it would that goal would never be found. Oh. So, yay, haha, the guy got screwed after all. I guess. So, yeah. what we're supposed to take from that and and other examples of this is just because somebody is a poopy pants and has fortune, that doesn't necessarily mean that they got the fortune that they sh- would have received had they not received this. Got it. So you should still help people because they, they still might get, they're still getting screwed worse. Right. Well, by God. God's taking care of the screwing. Just, you're not supposed to like always assume that um, unjust people are receiving just rewards. You know, maybe they're just having a bad fucking day when you met them. True. I'm just saying. True. I'm having a rough, you know, a few weeks. So. You are. I feel sorry for you. It's just, you know. Yeah. So. Your work's not going well. Uh, things are, things are. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about us. We're good. No, no, yeah. I'm just really fucking tired. Just around the river bend. It's just getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's more that I could say about Elijah, but I think we're going to talk about him some more next time. And we're also going to talk about Jezebel next time. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, really? She's a whore. (laughs) And it's interesting. Like, okay, I'll just go ahead and say this thing. Um, There's a magazine called Jezebel. And it's a feminist magazine with a lot of, like, feminist causes and stuff. And it's to try to take back that name. Because um, the name Jezebel came over time. Like, at first it was just she... At first it was just she um, fights uh, against God and has, like, you know, Baal followers and all that. Right. Right? So she's a bad guy. Yeah. And so it just means somebody who's dumb and bad and sure. wrong yeah. and evil, right? But eventually it comes to mean, like, completely fallen woman. And from there it goes on to mean complete slut whore, okay? Got it. So people, feminists particularly, are like, I'm sorry, hold on just a minute there. <laughs> like, let's not slut shame. And also her being a bitch has nothing to do with how many people she may or may not have slept with. Like, right. that's not even part of her story. Right, right. So, I just find that very interesting. But yeah. we'll talk more about both of them next week. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So, that's all we got for today, then? That's all we got for today, then. All right. Well, that was our... Uh... Oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. I did have one more thing I just remembered. Okay, one more thing. And then I'll tell you what uh our podcast <laughs> is today. Okay, so we had a question of where the fuck did this running fast thing come from? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so there there was one, like, idea tossed out, and it was that um, he was running ahead of um, Ahab's chariot, right? Yeah. And it um, the idea that was thrown out was that he was running ahead of the chariot because the king normally would have uh, runners ahead of him mm-hmm. to beat the rain okay. and stuff. And so um, he was actually doing the king a service by running ahead of him. That's not the way it sounded to me. No, and me neither. I That's why I said it, because I'm like, that story, that idea was tossed out, and I'm like, I don't... I don't think so, right. my good it sir. It sounded like a, a feat that he was doing. Right. And, you know, it sounded somewhat superhero-ish. Yeah, it did. I mean, it ish. Did. It so. did. Like, he saying. had to get out the rain real fucking fast. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. 
So huh. I'm not sure what all that is about still. Right, and right. N- moreover, nobody else had any better ideas than that other than God was showing his strength through. And I'm like, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I wanted a better, more concise answer. Right. And that one made me laugh. Right, yeah. So, sure. okay. So that concludes our weekly sacrilegious discourse. No. Why did I say that? What the fuck was that? That was um, a fuck up. That's the book club. fuck up. Yeah. Okay, today was Saturday Q&A. There you go. Now we got it. I'm I'm like all mixed up. Like I don't even remember half the time what today is. Right. So. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So that was the Q and A, and tomorrow we'll see you for Sacrilegious Book Club. Now we got it. <laughs> now we got it. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast and Befeler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcast og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. 
Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakle.